All right, motherfuckers. Ooh. Uh, new damage apparel shorts. I got some on right now. Uh, check it out in the description. For the for the podcast boys, if I recognize your name or if you hit me up on Discord, in your package, you're going to receive one of our uh, index cards that we used from our Pictionary <laughs> oh video. Oh, my god! The OGs know. And, uh, you know, send a... Let us know in the Discord if you buy anything. I'll slide in one of these note cards from our, our Pictionary with Spice video. With Spice. But yeah, you know, link in the description. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Paper Planes. My name is Paolo. I'm Christian. And I'm Soyo. No, it's it's Soyo. Yeah, it's Soyo right here. Shut up! Say your name, bitch! My name's Corbin. And... Hey, what up, bitch? You already... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Christian's on FaceTime right now. Um, um, thank you guys for all the fucking hearts. I love all you guys. Uh, be nice to Corbin um, or bully him. I don't care. Oh, no, that's my job. You guys can't take that. All right. Sorry. It's been right. taken. Yeah, Bye. Just... Bye, Christian. Bye, Bye Christian. Christian. Bye. Bye, Christian. <laughs> all right. Oh, that's cool. Um, shit, he's not so here now, to... So now, you're in between two soils. It feels so weird because Christian's got a darker complexion than all of us. So I'm looking at the viewfinder. <laughs> it's just all pale, dude. It's just all pale. Bro, it looks like... I'm, I'm looking at the... Okay, so if you guys don't know what this iPad is, it's like um, a view, our viewfinder, basically. And it looks like the frame is like mirrored. Like it's just me standing in between two soils. It's awesome. This is uh, this podcast has just become Paul being schizophrenic and talking to two soldiers. <laughs> yeah, this is the, this is the schizophrenic. So it's just Paulo actually here. He's not. It's, we're not actually here right now. You're <laughs> fake. Yeah, it's you just know his imagination. <laughs> you know our logo. It's like the orange, and it's like the three of us playing games. It just I just change it to just me three Yo, times. That's so crazy. That's just so sad. Me three times, but with your guys's like features. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Christian isn't here to say like and subscribe and all that, so I'm gonna have to start saying it now. Damn, that's sad. Orange, orange hearts in the in the comments in the Discord for uh, for Christian. He, he'll pop in every once in a while, but he's uh, he's on his training arc. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. remember to join the Discord. So you, uh, that's, just not that, the same. That, that's if it. You, uh, <laughs> if you in, uh, if you like, uh. <laughs> rate 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 and review. <laughs> Uh, five stars on wherever you listen. If you to enjoy shit. listening to us talk bullshit, then like and subscribe. Review on we're on all pod, podcast Spotify platforms. <laughs> <laughs> we're on all platypus platforms. It's not the same. Yeah, rate us five star on Yelp. We also do Yelp. Um, we also food do, services. We also do Uber Eats. Uber Eats, bro. Yeah. You guys, dude. There's never a place that's got like good reviews on Yelp. Like every every time. Dude, they're all so cynical on Yelp, man. <laughs> all of them are always angry all the time. Or I've never seen a McDonald's with more than like two, two stars. stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any any no. like fast food place is just like it just is rated so poorly. No. But yeah, rate rate and review, rate five stars on uh what whatever else does he say? Whatever you listen to this shit on. Uh he usually coughs. Okay, well, thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but our, our topic that we have today was a user-suggested comment. Or uh, what was it, Pete? Peter? Peter, it was Peter. Peter suggested. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hold up. 
What's up, guys? Welcome back to Paper Planes. Paper Planes. Oh, we're back. Uh, I had to fix Soyo's mic stand. And we're back. And you know, we're back. You know how last week Corbin, it was Corbin's first episode debut? Yeah. The day of um, when you dropped the episode, he was just watching it and he was telling all his friends. What? Is oh, that yeah, why just... we have 140 views on it? 140? <laughs> he doesn't even <laughs> check it. <laughs> no, he was playing it at the dinner table. With, like, my entire family there. At the dinner table? Yeah, and I got scared because my dad's like, let me see. And I was like, yo, no, 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 no. They're going to know the real you. They can't. <laughs> they can't know the real me. <laughs> it's not allowed. What, yeah. what were you showing them? The part where you were talking about all the girlfriends that you had? Oh, it was the part where it was the intro. And it was like... Oh, because we're having the conversation. So yeah, it's the conversation of, like... Um, how we have similar voices and we're just talking about that and he's like yeah look listen to this and then uh i hear you the going full volume Corbin. <laughs> full volume what's up guys <laughs> welcome to paper planes and i was i was panicking because if he, they heard the name they would have known because um another another side story when we when our first clip got viral when it got like two million views which one? Oh, the draft yeah the draft my brother told my mom i guess because he was proud i don't know why what but he was like mom guess what kuya's clip got two million views on tiktok and then he's like and my mom's like wow can i listen to the podcast no and, and i was like no you cannot you cannot you cannot i looked at corbin i was like loyalty bro <laughs> blood brother code and then my mom was looking at corbin like just tell me without when when you're and I was really stressing. Dude. He just he slides her a paper that says like a different podcast. It's just Joe Rogan. <laughs> Bro. So what do you have to say for yourself, Corn? Explain yourself right now. Explain what? Why are you trying to expose us to oh. your, to your family? You're just excited. I don't think I'm yeah, that's pretty much it. You're just yeah. happy for us. Oh, I'm happy for you. Guys. Just just innocent. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm just hella it's, that's what I'm trying to do because my it's my brother, so I'm just trying to be instigative. That's awesome. I I, just I like to be annoying. I like instigative soil. It's very much a contrast to the you know, the Corbin soil. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Like, I don't know, it's just I, I get like that when I'm with my brother because he's just the target. <laughs> Hell yeah, just very easy to to instigate with from my perspective at least yeah my uh i think my sister told my other sister about our podcast and they just played it on the tv in front of her, like <laughs> dude i'd die inside if any of my toddlers. family members besides corbin listen to it i think I about i'd still feel uncomfortable <laughs> i gave up they can't, cause I they didn't even I didn't tell any of them. They've never asked, but they somehow found it and they subscribed. <laughs> oh, they subscribed! So I don't even care anymore. I'm like they they can watch it. They can do oh, whatever. The stuff we talk about is so not. I'm okay with the stuff that I talk about. Like uh, stuff that you guys put out here. Uh, maybe you guys do uh, not care about your digital footprint at all. <laughs> you aired out like everything. Well, it's because I'm talking to my boys. <laughs> You know, like the boys need do. to know, man. Know. This is how we get a closer connection. We talk about our uh, our, our intimate. They need to know intimacy that I stand when I do my, you know, do certain tasks <laughs> like laundry. Hey, it makes you feel closer to me, no? Yeah, I, I definitely feel closer knowing emotionally. That you shit standing. Dude, you I don't even care, what? Corbin. Corbin, how old were you when you figured that out? He stands while he shits. Yeah. 
Um, or was it kind of like you always knew and it was, it was just more a like thing? I always knew. <laughs> what the f- See, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> just because he's like used to it doesn't mean that it's not bad. <laughs> it just isn't. I mean, it's, it's honestly not that bad. It's just kind of quirky. You know, kind of like how you only like room, room temperature water. Like it's just kind of so like, weird. Like, <laughs> like that, that's it's weird. cold water. That's like, what, what's the, wrong with not what's having wrong with cold water? Room, what's wrong with room temperature water? Okay, but like if you're out in a hot summer day, you're gonna be like, oh, I'm craving some room temperature water right now. No, it's just water. I just want to drink water. But like your thirst, it, it, cold water makes you less thirsty. Is what you yes. Think? You really? I'm, yes. on, I'm on Corbin's side with this. I like cold water. Yeah. When like, I drink cold, especially when you're sweaty, it just like hits different. Eh. It tastes better too. No, not really. Cold water is harder for me to for me to drink. What? Why? Because it's cold. I'm sensitive <laughs> to the cold. I guess my body's sensitive to the cold. Your throat. If is... I try to drink cold water, I can't drink a lot because I just I don't know. You're like damn, cold. this is spicy. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Shit, it's kind of cold. Damn. Shit, this kind of feel like ice cold water. I can't drink cold water like. Bro, that. why no. can you like drink boba and stuff like that? Because it's different. It's sweet. It's not it's, water. It's cold. It's still is cold. It cold. And it's not like I. It's not like I drink a lot at one time. It's. When you I drink water, drink you see how I time. drink water. You see how I drink water. I'm taking like massive gulps at a time. Oh yeah, you're definitely. If I'm like, doing that with cold water, I'm gonna die. You do this thing I'm where gonna drown. I'll never understand why, but you uh, you'll eat everything, all the dry like chips and like and like old rice and just everything. You'll pack everything down and then try to like punch it down with the water. Okay, Corbin, do you do? When do you drink <clears throat> your water? Do you do it throughout the meal or do you do it after? He's like, you, do, you drink water? <laughs> Mix it both. It's I've never a, seen this. It's whenever I'm water. thirsty. I've never seen you drink whenever water. Whenever I feel the urge to drink water, I drink water. I've never seen you drink water. Corbin doesn't drink water? What does he drink? Where do you get your hydration? No. I drink water. No, he doesn't. Do. <laughs> that doesn't sound very convincing. <laughs> I, I drink water. <laughs> you sweat. So, I drink water. What are you talking about? Sounds like something someone who doesn't... Because you don't sweat like soil. Okay, well, he's just different. Does that mean that you don't have any water in your system to sweat out? I, I have sweaty palms a little bit right now. That's just because you're nervous. No, I'm not. It's not. Bro, that is, well, that is like, bone dry. No, it's not. It's this, a little bit sweaty. That is like leather. Soy, a touch. No, no, don't actually. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You're going to erode this mic now. Erode? Disrespectful. Like the paint is like wearing off. Well, I mean, the stickers are for this one. But yeah, our uh, our topic for today is is heartbreak. Our our boy Peter suggested. Um, I I forgot what it was word for word, but he's. I got you. He All said. Right. Uh, oh, I lost it. <laughs> nice. And nice. I got you. I got you. Give me a second. Join the Discord, guys. Um. Uh, fuck. I got this. Don't worry. Ah, uh, there we go. Go. All right, Peter says, if y'all don't have a topic for next week's episode, then I got an idea that I'd like your opinions on. Overcoming fear and adversity and how to grow emotionally more stable, as in stop crying for unnecessary reasons, get over heartbreak, and so on. Yeah, so actually, Corman's a huge expert on this. He's actually studied like 12 years on this topic. Yeah, he's super, like, uh, we're we're in good hands. (laughs) All right, Corman, give us your expert PhD advice on this shit. Like, heartbreak <laughs> <laughs> look the fact that he's singled in on heartbreak is an indication okay. that he he's got something in his deep within that he's been hiding and just been hurting about how many people have you heartbroken 
It's the other way around. Oh, oh. damn. That's right. Lover boy. That's right, lover boy. Lover boy. No bitch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You put you put trust in the people. You know, you You pour out your heart. You try and show your heart to everyone just for them to shut you down, little bitch. Yeah, you you little vulnerable hoe. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But like what what would you say your your experiences with heartbreak? Um, specifically, it's more like the first time it really, it was, oh, oh, what the, f- what did you do? Oh. Just dropped a deuce on the floor. <laughs> Just fell out, fell out of shorts. Getting <laughs> bricks literally from this question. <laughs> All right, keep going. All right. So for the first time, it was more like, it wasn't that we weren't compatible. It was more like her parents didn't like me. So, oh, it was that one? Yeah. Okay. Encounter one. You're, you what? Well, you got together with this girl, and then uh, her parents didn't like you, so mm-hmm. they traumatized you. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Cool. And then for the second one, was that the Damn. one where we were gonna beat the shit out of? Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. Fuck that dude. Fuck oh, that dude. He want the wannabe father. You remember the address? <laughs> we're gonna we're roll gonna up. blast it on. <laughs> Just threatening. We'll roll up and we'll fuck him up after this. That's crazy. <laughs> now nah, we'll do it. Yo, you've been taking boxing from Paul. All right, <laughs> you're, right. you're I'm a, a boxer. I'm gonna some, uh, you're gonna throw hands with straight dad? punches, straight yeah. jabs, <laughs> straight only, straight jabs only. Yeah, one two, one twos. <laughs> okay, second one. And then for the second one, it was more drama involved, and then like good drama or like bad drama. Bad drama. Uh oh. It wasn't a really healthy relationship, and then towards the end. She just wasn't interested in me anymore. So, like, it just ended. Okay, and then third one? I don't have a third. You're ta- you're talking. <laughs> you're talking. I know you are. You're lying okay. to me. Okay. <laughs> what do you got to say? What do you mean for the third one? What are you doing with the third one? I'm still talking. I'm still talking. <laughs> still? Or is it, like, going nowhere? No, I'm talking to her. Okay, for the first one... How would you describe how you were feeling as a result? How of that? long was this uh, connection for, for your first one? First one, <coughs> what it was? What? It was a- <laughs> my my fault. My fault. Um, so how long? How long was it? The first one. Yeah, we're talking over the summer, and then like the actual relationship was. <laughs> Shut the fuck. Up. It was more the actual like. <laughs> Relationship when I asked her out was only a week. A week? A week? That's how fast. That's why I was laughing. That's the parents. It it wasn't my fault, okay? Yeah, technically it wasn't his fault. The funny thing about it was that the first time, after the week, it was the first time he also went over to their house, wasn't it? Yeah. And then he got blasted by the dad. Well, I mean, it wasn't actually the real dad. It was like, um, boyfriend. Oh, shit. We got a... It was drama, but... We got to roll up and beat the fuck out of the stepdad. That's crazy. <laughs> if you guys uh, want to see that footage, it'll be in our Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. <laughs> we'll pull oh, up and start fucking up the stepdad. I just remember when Corbin came home, I went to his room because I wanted to ask how it went and I just saw him crying and I got mad, oh, dude. Oh, shit. I went to my parents. I was like, what happened? What happened? And you were in fight back mode, dude. I was, I was pissed. But, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a week. Yeah. Was it a, a good week at least? I mean, yeah. Was it your best relationship you've had? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I 
don't know. I really don't know. All right. Uh, how did you deal with a heartbreak? Um, Were you, did you even feel heartbroken at that yeah, point? Yeah. Was it like a deep like anguish or was it kind of just like, oh, this kind of sucks? I mean, I was crying. Like I was, my, my whole weekend was like gloomy that whole time after um, the heartbreak or when we broke up. Okay. Supposedly. So just, it ruined your weekend? <laughs> no, well, it was just lingering on for like a, a quite some time. Okay. It was just bothering me a lot. How did but you... like, it was the worst throughout like the same week that happened like seven days after. Okay. It, it didn't... It wasn't it, bad. Like bad, bad. It wasn't like, you know, you, you lost your lover and it was like mm. a, you were reaching out to her and she had to, she was like swept away by the current or something. Yeah. Dog, I was, I was at work and I was thinking about all the combos I was going to throw on that dude. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, you're gonna. We, Man, if that you, dude was a little bit. If you if you pull up on someone, you pull up with the with the boys too. We you, we pull up together. Oh yeah, Christian will come. He'll be the f- in entry frag. He's gonna he'll, blast. He'll kill the <laughs> shit out of him. And then oh, we yeah. just we just like we literally just jump him. <laughs> we all got to wear ski masks. Corbin's has to be pink, so we know which one's Corbin. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, and then. It, it didn't sound like it sounded very you know it's a good like first first heartbreak i guess it wasn't too bad but you still mm-hmm. like you still have like that feeling yeah that you went through mm-hmm. how did how did you cope with it did you just kind of like let yourself feel it you listen to some uh some juice world oh gosh freaking teenagers um and just kind of like sat with how you felt Mostly, I was just like alone in my room, but I'd have my brother ask for advice, and we went out to eat that night. Oh like, yeah. yeah, we we got a oh should we? We're not gonna say our spot, but we we got we got food. Yeah, I remember we got some mm. BBQ. Was it, oh it was yeah. right? It was BBQ. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a BBQ. And then that was that was your healing process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kinda. Just listening to your guys' advice and stuff just helped. So you're saying that having other people to listen to what you're talking about and what you're going through helped you? Yeah, it's always good to have someone to um, vent towards, like, tell them how you're feeling so you could just not keep it in because it's unhealthy to keep that stuff in. So it, was it the venting that helped? Where, yeah. where someone just Where you just let out everything and then people are just there to listen and acknowledge? Yeah, the venting and then also the um, advice that came along with it. Oh, the advice. Mm -hmm. How about when we were like, yeah, we're going to just go. Yeah, it cheered me up. It cheered me up. I was 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 pissed too. To be honest, I was in the feelings that I was also like experiencing. I was pissed too. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, if we're going to, yeah, we, like I said, we we roll up as a gang. We're (laughs) fucking them up together. (laughs) So what if we weren't there? What would you have done if you didn't have anybody to talk to? Honestly, I would have just been chilling in my room just by myself because mom and dad really didn't do anything that helped exactly. They weren't like emotionally available yeah. for you? Yeah. That sounds that sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Huh. Sounds like another like... person I know <laughs> in his situation. About... <laughs> yeah, a future, a future role in... Uh... A future household rule I'll have if I have my own clan is that, you know, if we suffer, if one of us suffers, you know, you don't suffer alone. We're suffering together. We, uh, we, we attack things together. Mm. You know, if one of us is, is gone through it, the most important thing is to let them know, like, oh, we're here. We're not, we might, <clears throat> we'll offer, like, help. We'll, 
<clears throat> we'll hear you out. But as long as like there's a sense of like we're doing we're in this together, I think that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Because suffering alone is really uh it's really harsh and it's also very uh tough to cope that way or tough to get through things on your own. It's also not very effective just from like my personal experience. But sometimes a, a little bit of alone time is necessary just to to really realize like how you feel. Mm-hmm. It's good that you didn't like go and like uh find like a like an unhealthy coping mechanism. Yeah. Like you're like, mm-hmm. you know what, Kuya, I need you to buy me beer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hell no, you aren't. Yeah. So it's good that you didn't go to like substances because that's like the worst, probably the worst uh, coping mechanism that you could have gone to mm. is a uh, substance abuse. But yeah, if you're going through some, sometimes the best thing, the best thing to do is to really just like sit with how you feel. And if you can like sit with other people and like just be in it with other people, because the company will definitely help, even if they're not feeling the same exact thing that you're going through. It's just like knowing that you have people around, it's it's just comforting. I don't know uh what part of psychology that hits, but yeah, don't don't suffer alone, guys. And then your second heartbreak. Second one. Um You said it was drama, so it was probably like more more of like a like a weight off your chest. Kinda, yeah. Kinda. What was the situation? What is it, what was what was the drama? Uh, it was kind of a lot to explain, but we got a we got an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. So, um, yeah, let's air this out. You don't need to drop names or anything. Yeah. But. yeah. So what first? So I don't even know how to begin with it. What was the conflict? Was it was it like an enjoyable drama or was it all just bad? Uh, it's kind of bad. <laughs> oh no! I don't know how to describe it. Like, well, this is why properly. we're here. This is what this is Corbin practice. Training. We're this we're is practice. We're teaching Corbin how to articulate his his thoughts and his feelings. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is before we keep going. That's also another thing. Just in general, is that when you're going through something, you need to actually take the time to just sit with it and process it and let it. Uh, let yourself really understand what you're going through because if you just hide away from it and you escape you know try and distract yourself from those emotions they're not gonna go away they're just gonna manifest in unhealthy ways like i don't know you lashing out at somebody else you being passive aggressive you having some kind of addiction that you don't even realize because you know that's how you ended up coping and it just become natural to you so if you really understand and learn what you're trying to or what you're going through and understand exactly what emotions you're feeling and why you're feeling that way, it'll really help you a lot with how you're able to move forward. Mm. So, yeah, I don't think it's practice. <clears throat> I don't think I emphasized that enough earlier when I said, like, really sit with how you feel. But like you said, it's really important for you to be like aware of, OK, this is this is why I feel like this. And this is, you know, this is what I can do about it. And this is how I process it. This You need to really be aware of your emotions. It's all about like emotional maturity and emotional intelligence is developing that mm-hmm. it's not something that you kind of just that is thrust upon you you really have to actively like work you actually on have it. to yeah take the time to work i mean this was an example with corbin when he was just like oh, i don't know i don't really know how to explain that's literally like 80 percent of people they don't know how to say what they're feeling in words but if you do know how to say what you're feeling in words you'll be able to better understand what you're going through and how you're gonna take what steps you're gonna take to get over it and you know to overcome so 
This is practice carpet. Yeah, and it's it's really it's really important to understand something. It's much easier to to solve something when you really understand every aspect of it. So that's why it's so important for you to to process things and understand them. But yes, go go ahead, Corbin. Try to explain how you're um, feeling. So first things off, we kind of got like together like twice because we kind of like took a break and then she came back so i'm gonna just leave that as context okay so um the first time uh it was like a short while it was like two three weeks and then um word kind of got around that we were uh dating and stuff and she didn't really like that because I don't. I don't really know why she didn't like that. That's a red flag. Yeah, <laughs> that's a red flag. Yeah, that's right a there. red flag. But she didn't really like that, and she wanted um, me to like keep quiet about it and stuff. Whoa! Keep quiet. Keep quiet yeah. Whoa! <laughs> and then um, trying to remember what exactly happened, but it was like, I think it was like later that night when she like told me like to um just quiet it down a little like so the rumors wouldn't spread even more oh that's whack oh like make your relationship low-key make yeah. it like you guys weren't what? actually dating yeah i All mean right. to a degree that's like it's valid to want to be like more private about something yeah, but, but like not the, to like extent you know but the way that she went about it it seems really sus yeah and then um later that night she kind of sent me a text out of nowhere it was like Corbin, I hope you know that we're just friends right now, even though she said, like, yes to when I asked her out. So. Bro, that's hella drama. <laughs> Damn, bro, this is some high school shit. Damn, this high school shit. <laughs> this is some high school shit, bro. Oh, my God. This is so high school. This is awesome. All of our high school fans are probably, are finally, like, relating. To like, something. finally, you get it. You get it, Corbin. <laughs> well, what, meanwhile, the, all the previous episodes, they couldn't relate to us at all. You ever talk like, like, you know when you ever get a prostate yourself. exam and... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and they're like no they can finally relate to something oh no this is awesome and then um it was we we stopped talking for like one to two weeks i think and um i also i don't even know how to there was i had a friend um that was like kind of like the wingman that was between us that okay. like got us together and so you're saying this he, guy was the reason why you guys got together? Kinda, he warmed yeah, he it helped, up for you. Yeah, he kind of he, he, kinda, he, he, he like yeah, he threw the layup, yeah, yeah, and Corbin dunked that yeah. shit. Kind okay, of, like, sort of. And um, so he was there. He he like knows stuff. So I tell him stuff. He she tells him stuff. And I think uh one to two weeks after um we stopped talking and stuff, uh the middleman like my friend uh sends me a text saying that uh she wants to talk to me again. And I was like, I was like, I responded with like, um, why? And she just, uh, he says that, um, she just wants to talk to you again. And I was like, can't you just tell her to like send me a text? Cause like, I don't really want to do yeah. anything with her anymore. And hmm. apparently he said it was like important. And I was just, I wasn't really feeling it. So I just like left him undelivered. <laughs> so, Ooh. um, later that day, uh, I was in my last class, and to my surprise, she was there waiting uh, for me, like, by the class. And then she was saying, like, can we, like, please talk after school and stuff. And then um, 
when that time came, it was like my class was over and stuff. And uh, we meet up and she was like, the reason why I wanted us to stop was because like it all happened like too fast or something like that. And like she said that so that um we would stop talking. So it would like slow things down, but she didn't really mean it like that. So we got, I just gave in. I was like, oh, I don't even know anymore. I get, it was kind of part of my Damn. fault. I don't Damn. know. I don't know why. I don't know why I went back, but I just decided to go with it again. I, I gave it a second chance. And then for a month or whatever. So would you say that you had feelings for it then still? Yeah, yeah I still had lingering so feelings. So that could her. be the reason why you decided to go back with it. Yeah. Okay. I just need to I just need to understand that. And then um one month, I think that lasted one month and uh I don't know why she just like started to like stop talking to me. Like she wouldn't reply to my texts as often and um I I started like overthinking things like did I do something wrong or stuff like that and I I had like a friend to vent out towards like my like homie at school like Aaron Okay. Oh, number one. Oh, Turn <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a million Aaron. <laughs> you don't but, know how to spell um, Aaron. Aaron Yeager, actually. Yeah. He, he he was, just, he's actually just a weeb. He was talking about his boy. <laughs> yeah, Attack I, on Titan. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, my boy, my homeboy at school, Aaron. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. he's a fucking Titan or whatever. Still a Titan? Yeah, he like killed 40 people. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> Um, so I, he'd be the person I like vent to and he just like tells me I'm like overthinking and stuff, but my overthinking got like, genetic. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my overthinking got like really bad where it was like constant, like my days would be like just going, Oh, did I do something? Why is she not Whoa. responding? And stuff like that. I'm pretty sure dad like literally noticed that there was something off about me during that time. Oh. And, um, Oh no, it was just scenarios going on in my head and stuff and he just told me to like not worry about it. And then um one day she like we usually like meet up at this certain place cuz like we don't have a lot of classes together. And one day she just stopped hey, Kevin, we need we oh. need to hold this she like, just like you're in love with it. <laughs> one day she just like stopped there showing up to the spot that we normally like meet up with and like that like I don't even, I don't even know. It kind of like, um, started my overthinking to like burst out even more. It got like a lot worse. I was like, oh shit, did I like, what did I do? And then at that point, she just like stopped texting me. She just like ghosted me. And then that's when it like died down and I was like losing feelings for her already. And then, um, later on, like one day, my uh, friend tells me that, uh, he sees her like, all up on another dude and i was like shit really and then, oh damn sorry you got yeah he got <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> so yeah oh. that's what happened <laughs> hey thanks for telling us that sucks i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> okay yeah that when you say a lot of drama that does sound like yeah. a lot of it's kind of hard to explain to like oh, put man, that was words. good that was a good that was uh, good start we a good we understand we got what the situation was. Mm-hmm. It does sound like it's just a whole lot of, you know, you're in high school and uh, most people aren't going to know what they want. They don't even know. They don't even know who they are. <laughs> most definitely. Um, a lot of people don't really figure that out until much, much later. So I'm not going to say I'm surprised. 
but I think uh, what you what you took from this is uh, you know you you have a new sense of like patience. I'd hope, or I guess you would when you're attracted to someone. Hopefully, you're more uh, not more cautious about who you. Not more, yeah. I guess a little bit more cautious more or aware. I I think the word I'm looking for is like be more selective mm. and kind of like I I assume you have more foresight now looking into things like oh this person's I I kind of like this person but they're acting in this way and I know how this is gonna go uh, yeah so yeah, it's you good say that's how you are Corbin now yeah what's the what are the things that you've learned about the relationships you've been in um always look out for things that you can see as like red flags and like think about where it could lead and see if the relationship you're having could end up being like a healthy one or a toxic one. Mm, Okay. Hold on. This question. Um, when you were in those relationships, did you actually notice red flags or were you, did you notice any kind of behavior where you're like, Oh, that's kind of weird. Or that's, that's, I think I did a little bit, but like, I just pushed it away because of the infatuation. Yeah, mm, that's a that's a thing that I feel like a lot of people are yeah. really are real, really susceptible to is that they do notice those flags, but they're like, "I love this person too much." That's not even like a like a young person thing. That's like happening yeah, to people I that bet, are in like their thirties, their forties. I can fix her. I swear. I can fix him. I, <laughs> I can fix. I can fix him. I can fix him. I can fix my husband, my dad, my husband. My I can fix huh. him. <laughs> oh, shit. What? Wait. That's projection right there. Yeah. That's, you yeah. know. Some people, uh, what will happen is they'll uh, they'll recreate, like, an unhealthy relationship that they had in their past. But they'll recreate it so that in this version, they, uh, they win. Or, like, they fix them. Because sometimes what happens is, like, let's say a girl has, like, a shitty relationship with her dad. You know, and she never she never gets that void filled from her father and it's just left open. So she tries to replicate that same situation with like her boyfriend or something. And her boyfriend has like some qualities uh, or the same kind of like the boyfriend gives her the same kind of wounds as like her father because she's trying to recreate the scenario. That's what she's familiar with. Mm-hmm. And so what she'll do is she'll she'll recreate it so that she can try to fix him this time or like she'll win this time like she'll change him. Oh. Mm. It's like um a, it's kind of in a way they're projecting uh projecting. They're projecting another scenario where they could have done better. If that makes sense. Like they met, they could have messed up in the past relationship. So in the next relationship they're like if I did this with that previous relationship Maybe it'll work with this relationship. Yeah, basically, like they're just trying to trying to win this time, basically. Mm-hmm. But it, it is a pretty common thing for, like, the, I think it's called like the rose tinted glasses to to come on, and you don't really you don't really see the red flags. They're all just flags to you. Mm. Like, oh, these are things, <laughs> and that, this is a you know she texts another guys, and then it it's not until like afterwards where it hits you. You're like, oh, this was fucked up, mm. but. It's it's pretty common to to experience that. I think that now you know you're you talked about how much you overthought and you would overthink a lot of things, and you know now you know that you have that 
you only overthought because you cared. Yeah. You cared a lot. And now you know that's a I'll tell you this now. That's a very like special, like valuable thing that you should not just give out to anyone. Mm. Because I, I realized later on that I'm someone who's very all or nothing. And I, I have like the same thing where like I'll overthink and I'll really I'll hyperfixate on on a certain thing that happened. I'm like, did I do this wrong? Did I do this right? I'm a perfectionist at heart. And so what I'd learned over time is that you have to be very selective with who you give that part of you to, or else you're going to get taken advantage of. Mm. And that's not what you want. Because I've gone down that route where I just let someone walk all over me. And it feels like, it, it feels like, you know, it'll pay off at some point because you're like, oh, I'm sacrificing so much of myself for this person. And then it never did. Mm-hmm. And I just was left with like this huge like void and this wound that will never be filled. And for a while, I was just mad about that. I was like, why the fuck did this happen to me? And then at some point, like I decided to like flip it on itself and be like, oh, this is my fault. You know, because to if I take that approach, I have a certain degree of control over it. Because I'm like, oh, you know, it's not my fault that this person was shitty, but it is my fault that I chose this person for me. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to choose the people that you put in your life. I think that's what I'm kind of getting at is that you know that you're an all like you you're someone that will give yourself to someone, and you'll do it like wholeheartedly, and like you'll you'll love them and whatnot. So I guess the the lesson is like, know know who you're giving yourself to, and you have to have that, like that self. Uh, <clears throat> something I lacked a lot of in my early adulthood is like I lacked self respect, mm-hmm. and that's why I got walked all over. So I think what you need to really, uh, I guess, focus on is learning learning that self respect and learning what who deserves you, mm-hmm. you know. But at that point. Um, when I was learning that lesson, I had no self-respect because I didn't like the person who I was and I wasn't, uh, I didn't feel like I was someone worthy of self-respect. And over the years I I got to work on that. And that was one of the big lessons that I learned from, uh, from heartbreak. And so, yeah, I think, I think, uh, that's what I got from that, Mm. from your overthinking and and whatnot. Question. Um, so you were talking about, how you didn't respect yourself um, at that time and you're working on uh, yourself so that you did respect yourself. What did what things did you do to make yourself feel more like valuable? What things did you do to make you gain more self-respect? It was a lot of discipline. It was a lot of discipline work because I treated it like, I, I thought about, okay, how do I, what, who is someone I respect? And I'll think of like, you know, maybe a boxer. I'll be like, oh, maybe I, I respect Manny Pacquiao. He did all these things. I'm like, why do you res- why do I respect him? Because I'm like, oh, he he's hardworking. You know, he he fights for something. He didn't back down when shit got hard. You know, he he comes from like, you know, there's like a similar like he came from like the same country as me, and so there was that degree of relatability. I'm like, he I respect him because of his work ethic and how much how much he was like able to achieve. And I would, I looked into like myself and I'm like, I would respect myself a lot more if I achieved the things I knew I could achieve deep down. Mm. And so I did, I did the things that 
were difficult, but I knew future me would really appreciate. So it was kind of building that relationship with myself, like treating me like I was another person. I'm like, if I, if I love and I respect someone, I'll do things, I'll go out of my way for them. And that's what I did for myself. So I'm like, oh, I need to, I need to start getting my shit together. Because I really respect people who have like all their stuff together. Mm. I respect people who, you know, if you need someone or you need something from them and like they're just on top of it, like they'll be there, they'll be ready. And that's why I always, uh, I don't know. Like whenever we go on trips on or anything like that, you guys are always commenting about how I'm super. You're always the one that's prepared. You're the one who's <laughs> gonna lead us to survival if we end up in a disaster. <laughs> yeah, like I'm super over prepared for shit, and that's because I I really value that in people. People who like if you know something goes wrong, like you can go to them to for guidance and go to them for like utility and stuff like that. And I respect I respect those people, and I'm like if I could, you know, emulate or become or embody those qualities, I would respect myself a lot more. Mm, okay. And I found that through discipline. So would you say that this is, um, this would be one way people could um, find their self uh, respect in themselves is through doing discipline, working hard on things that they put their mind to? Without a doubt. And the easiest thing you could do is definitely uh, take care of your body and work out working working out is like the number one thing for me that kind of especially like recently like i started uh like exercising regular in like december and i haven't missed i haven't missed any a week since except for that one week i had to force myself to stop because my body was breaking down but it's if you think about it this way like you're doing it for your future self which is an act of like self-love Cause I'm like, oh, I'm, I know like it sucks now. Like, like today I didn't want to go to the gym, but I know that future me would be disappointed in now me if I didn't. So I, I still went and now future, I was right. Future me is like, I'm glad I went and yeah. it's, it's taking care of yourself in that way. That's like, that's a easy way to, to exercise self love is to do things for future you. What happens? No, no, I'm just like, because Corbin keeps adjusting it so you can hear the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that that's an easy thing. that Or not necessarily an easy thing, but a simple thing that you can do. It's one of the uh, go-to things if you're trying to work on yourself and yeah. trying to get that self-respect. Yeah, and it's little things. Like um, earlier, you watched me uh, put on my shoes with um, the elastic laces, and that saves me so much like... If I'm late and I have to like lace up my shoes, if I'm late to somewhere and I have to lace up my shoes, I get so angry. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm late. Now I got to fiddle with my laces. And I decided to to show myself some self-love and be like, I know future me is going to really appreciate this. I'm going to put on elastic laces so all my shoes are slip-on. And so I, I slip it on. And every time, every single time I slip on my shoes, I'm like, I'm so glad I did this. And, you know, that just builds the relationship that I have with myself. Like at this point, I'd say my self love and like taking care of myself journey has been the most, uh, I've worked on it the most this year, definitely. Because I, you know, I recently got out of a relationship that was very, very intense. Yeah. And so I decided to divert all that attention towards myself. I call it dating myself. 
like all the stuff that I would do, romance. <laughs> all the stuff that I would do with my my previous partner, I do with myself now. Like I take myself out to eat if I if I earned it. You know, I'll go to the gym with myself. Like I'll I'll, I'll treat myself every now and then. Treating yourself or self care isn't like doing things impulsively. Uh, self care is like doing something with a purpose. Like it's doing something for your future self um, because f- your future self will appreciate it. Okay. I, well, since we're going on the topic of well, you just came out of a pretty intense relationship. What would your takes be on how you handled the heartbreak phase? Mm. Because we were talking about Corbin and how he managed his. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see how you, with uh, more mature and more experience with it, and just being in a more mature relationship. Yeah. So there's like intensity to it that's not really necessarily in the extent as I would argue with Corbin's. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is this is my longest relationship. It was uh, roughly like two years, I'd say, and it was definitely my most intense. And there was a lot of like ups and downs, like trauma bonding, and all the stuff that comes with like relationships. It's if you're there's no such thing as a perfect relationship. And I think that in a relationship, if you don't have conflict, I I don't want to say that arguing is supposed to happen, but it kind of (laughs) is like if you aren't uh, kind of arguing with your partner, not arguing, I I don't like that word, but if you don't have like problems to solve together then like one of you is definitely like keeping it yes man yeah one of you is definitely not you know uh vocalizing like your needs Mm -hmm. like to the most genuine extent i guess or to the most uh you're not being the most truthful with how you feel i feel like but i digress the (laughs) well what i'm saying is that the like the intensity of the relationship was very high and I've, I've gone, uh, I've left relationships before, or I've gone through heartbreak before. The first time, oh, actually, Christian and I have talked about this. This time around, it was a lot more difficult for me because it was a mutual breakup. Mm-hmm. And the first time I got heartbroken, it was because she cheated on me. Yeah. And the first time I got heartbroken, it was easier to break up because I didn't, like, I had a reason to, like kind of hate this person or to kind of want to be away from this person. And so that kind of made it easier because I was, it's easier, it's easier for me to process anger than it is for me to process like sorrow and like sadness. And I guess that's like one of the differences, but this time around it was kind of a mutual breakup. We broke up because it was more circumstantial. It was more like, it wasn't that we didn't love each other or we were incompatible. It was just that our lives were going down different paths and that's, mm-hmm. it's really hard. I'd say it's a lot harder than getting over like a, a toxic, for me, it's getting, it, it was harder uh, to go through that than to go through like a toxic breakup. Just because like you still love that person and you still want the best for them. But it's just like now you have to be apart because you know it's best for the both of you. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that going through it, it, it isn't like a single event. It isn't like a, oh, this is really sucks. It really sucks right now for this, for like this weekend, this, this couple days, and then I'm over it. It, 
definitely hits you in waves over and over again for like a Damn. couple of months. Damn. Mm. And sometimes for a while, those waves don't get any, uh, any smaller. And they kind of, they just kind of keep coming until I wouldn't say they get smaller, but you kind of get, you kind of stand a little firmer. You learn how to brace yourself when the waves hit. And then slowly over time, those, uh, those waves get a little bit smaller and smaller. And, uh, and then there's, there's going to be the, that one off day where it just hits you like, like it did the first day it happened. Mm. But it's, uh, it's, you know, it's like I said, it's not one event. It's kind of, you brace yourself for the waves that, that come with it. But I don't, I don't regret it at all. I don't regret the relationship. I don't regret, you know, breaking up because there is both, I think both of those things had purpose in my life. And I'm glad I, I went through that kind of pain because it really builds a lot of character to, to go through something like that. And dealing with heartbreak, you're going you're gonna to cry a lot. And that's inevitable. And it's okay to, it's okay to cry. Sometimes, like, sometimes it does get in the way if you have stuff to do. And that's, that's kind of like when it sucks the most. But if you have time to just like, to just sit there and just be like, yeah, I feel like shit. And then, you know, just cry, cry it out. And then it really is a, it's kind of like a thing where you do it and then you're like, all right, I feel better. And then you just move on. And then sometimes it happens more. It's sometimes like you go a month where you don't need to. Sometimes you go a month where like, you know what? I still, I still need to process this and you do it. You cry again, but with all like forms of pain, you learn how to you learn how to cope cope with it a lot better over time. Mm -hmm. And eventually, I think uh, there's a point where you feel like healed from it. Not necessarily that it doesn't sting anymore, but you definitely feel like you've you've healed from it and that you can move on. Like come to terms with it. Yeah, you've like made yeah. peace with it. That's um, this is not necessarily love uh, advice and romantic advice because I I have limited experience with that. But just in general, it what I've really come to realize and learn is that uh at some point in my life i was always resisting emotions and i was always trying to fight the feelings that i've had like let's say if i was bored at school or like a more recent example like if i'm at work and i don't like the work i'd always be fighting against it and, be, and thinking things like i hate work i don't want to do this because it's not it's not fun and in a way i'm resisting that feeling of boredom and um it just makes things a lot more miserable and i'd assume it'd be the same case with heartbreak where if you're feeling heartbreak and you're trying to resist it it just becomes even harder and more shitty but once i've learned to just accept things as they are like for example work is not supposed to be fun it can be fun if you're doing a fulfilling job but if it's you know just work it's it's work it's supposed to there's a reason why you're getting paid for it because no one really wants to do it without any incentive so if you just come to terms with the fact that, yes, it's supposed to be boring, yes, it's supposed to not be as fun as playing video games or whatever, then it's a lot easier to cope with it and just, you know, go through the emotions. Because if you're coming, if you're going into the mindset of like, if you're going to work with the mindset that it's supposed to be fun and it's not fun, obviously you're going to have a mismatch of expectation, which makes things a lot more miserable for you. But if you're coming into the work with expectation that it's just work, it is what it is, it makes things a lot more um, manageable because that's 
literally what you're expecting. And I'm assuming that that's kind of the same case with um, heartbreak where, you know, if you're hurt, you just accept that you're supposed to be hurt at this moment. It's like just how it is because you're going through something um, stressful, um, something that just hurts right here because you've been through a lot and the emotions were intense. So if you're just like, yeah, this is supposed to happen. This is how it is. I feel like it'd be a lot easier to just like go through the the waves and the motions. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're you're pretty spot on actually. Like me knowing I wasn't obviously I feel like every heartbreak is different, but me going through heartbreak, have gone through heartbreak already and knowing that it's going to hurt and knowing how it's going to hurt definitely helped me through it cuz the first time you go through heartbreak, like deep deep heartbreak, it feels like the world is ending. Mm. It feels like your whole like life is just dying. Yeah. And you know, after you go through that and you realize like you come out of that, like fine, like after, you know, this recent heartbreak, I knew that I was going to be okay. And having that in the back of my head really helped mm-hmm. just knowing that, okay, this is going to hurt a lot and it's going to suck. It's probably going to hurt a lot more than it has previously, but you're going to make it out. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, that feeling, that feeling is very comforting, but yeah, you're, you're super spot on with that of like, just letting, letting you feel it. Like, don't make it any more than what it is, but don't let it be less than what it is. Don't try to downplay it or don't try to kind of degrade how you feel or uh, invalidate how you feel. And also don't blow it out of proportion, Mm -hmm. I guess. It's like, okay, this is just genuinely how I feel. I feel shitty. Because there's there's also the people that really, um, they kind of indulge in the sadness. Yeah. And they kind of make more out of it than it needs to be. Because they, I don't know, there's like, for some people, there's um like pleasure out of getting yeah, like there's a there's, there's pleasure and pity. I yeah. guess it makes them feel better. I don't know. It's really it's a weird feeling. It's like it's like the reason why people listen to sad songs when they're feel, like going through a breakup. It's because like it feels good to indulge and wallow into the sadness. It's easier to. I think that's okay. I think when you're like you're when you make it your whole personality, I think that's when it gets bad. Mm-hmm. Like when people are like. Yeah, she fucking cheated on me, and like she, you're bringing the whole, you're bringing the whole like mood down. Yeah, like you're just like you're hanging out with your friends, and that's just all you talk about. Yeah, and you're like, bro, she fucking she ruined my life, and like they're just you know you're at like a gas station like getting shit. We're just trying to. We just asked you if you wanted some gas station food. (laughs) Yeah, we just wanted to know if you wanted one of the rolling hot dogs. Yeah, fuck you, and then (laughs) just leave. Like, yeah. But I think it's okay to just, you know, put on a sad song and kind of just sit and just like let the tears. Yeah, there's hit, like, there's something your chest. that's something satisfying about it, I'd, I'd say too. I think that, I think that's kind of necessary yeah. if you want to like really feel how you feel. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. I definitely think it's one way you're just being in the emotion that you're feeling. Yeah. So to the boys out there going through some shit, it's all right to cry. Oh yeah, speaking of that phrase, I remember when um I was going through something with my with my parents and I called you because I was really just overwhelmed. I was about to cry. And the moment you picked up and I was just talking to you about stuff. Well no, you were like you call I called and you picked up and you're like, What up? And I just said, I don't know. And I just I don't know. I was just like really overwhelmed. And I remember you're like, It's okay to cry, and that's when I started breaking down. Oh yeah. And mm. one of the things that I remember about that is that um that what you said really validated the emotions that i was feeling and that's what allowed me to be more accepting of my of what i was going through because i know with 
uh, how men are raised. It's uh, it's a stigma to cry. It's not manly. It's not something you should be should be doing. It's not tough. Men shouldn't cry. Boys shouldn't cry. And that's why I'm always an advocate about accepting your feelings as they are. Because if you try and resist that feeling, let's say you do end up crying and you were taught that you're not supposed to. Well, then, first of all, you'll feel shitty because you have to cry. And then you'll also feel shitty because of the fact that you're crying because you were told that you weren't supposed to cry. So now you're just, instead of just feeling shitty because of the situation, you're feeling shitty about two different things. The fact that you're crying and the fact that you need to cry because of how shitty things are. So it just makes things harder when you, you know, you're resisting what you're going through, what your what emotions you're feeling. Yeah. Sorry. I just, <laughs> I just remembered that uh that times those i thought that moment was dope because it's like it was the first time one of the first times like you've uh you kind of just came to me and i think that for me like my it it feels really satisfying to be able to be there for people i think that's one of uh, the greatest one of the underrated pleasures in life is to be there for people you care about Mm -hmm. and so that was a very uh that was a very special moment to me you know i have i have those moments with you and christian and it's very like it's good to know that I have, you know, I, I have a, kind of like a purpose or I have a place in your guys' lives where I can help out. And so I, I agree with what you said. It's like there's there's a time and place for stoicism. Like if you're going through something and you have to, there's an obstacle in the way and you have to address that first before uh, you can really process your emotions because mm-hmm. there's a there's good and bad places to process your emotions. Yeah. Like I feel like in blatant public, I feel like that's oh, not no. a good place to to process those. Yeah. So that's when like, you know, maybe a little bit of stoicism will go go uh will be helpful to you. And you're in your safe space. Yeah, but when you're when you're in like that space like by yourself or like, you know, my favorite is like in the car or like in my room. Like when you're in that safe space, that's when you can just, you know, just yeah. let it If you're overwhelmed, just be overwhelmed. If you're sad, just be sad. If you're angry punch a bag if you're yeah. not people <laughs> punch objects not people um and so yeah really th- that's where um i feel like people get get it twisted a little bit when they're like oh you need to like just be stoic and don't feel anything if you're a man i'm like that's not necessarily true i mean there's times and places when you should be stoic but i don't think you should be stoic all the time mm-hmm. there's definitely like if you do that you're just pushing all that you're just pushing all of that emotion up into like a point where it all just blows up into and, alcoholism and t- <laughs> yes often into alcoholism Hell or yeah. other forms of forms of escapism Hell yeah abuse your family <laughs> yeah child abuse fuck yeah, yeah. What, what kind of what kind of abuse are you into corbin alcoholism <laughs> oh my <God>. question <laughs> if you yeah if you're angry would you rather beat your kids or drink or both <laughs> <laughs> two for one deal <laughs> two, for one. two versus one stone yeah uh i do have a question for you corbin mm. what did you think about the things that you were saying just now yeah i agree with them um i, I mean, think like what no i was just saying that because it's you know sometimes i just don't i don't know if like i give you a, enough uh safe enough space for you to talk about those things because mm. i don't really you don't really like go to me like, hey, can we talk about things? Mm. I don't know if it's because you're just you're just built like that. You're like, I I'm good. My life's chilling. I have the golden child. I got I got no problems. Well, <laughs> or if you know you're just 
we kind of see this earlier. I think, well, the thing isn't that Corbin doesn't feel safe. I think that sometimes Corbin just doesn't know how to explain it. Yeah. Because, you know, we're, we're, we're helping him with that, you know, on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think that that might be the case. Like, maybe you just don't know how to say, like, mm-hmm. what you're going through. Yeah. yeah. But would you say that you feel safe to, to talk to your Kuya about, you know, anything? Like, do I, would I feel safe in general to, like, talk about him? Yeah. Talk like, to hey, him. Can, I, can we talk? Yeah. What else do you have to say, Bisa? This is literally this is this is what I'm talking about. It's like <laughs> there'll be times where Corbin's going like Corbin just looks sour and I'm like, you good? And he's like, Yeah, what? What's wrong? <laughs> I'm just Okay, I guess. <laughs> Carry on then. What what's going through your head when, when he asks you stuff like that? Is it usually and you say like, I don't know, is it usually like you're not going nothing's just, going on up here? Silence. Zen <laughs> stillness. Are you just I'm the Buddha? <laughs> literally like birds and like beautiful sceneries in his head i'm enlightened my boy (laughs) like what's going through your head like in general like (laughs) like when when you're when when soya asks you stuff like that and he's like are you good and you're like yeah i'm okay are you just do you not feel like talking or is that genuinely like you're i'm I'm fine yeah generally i'm fine like i don't it's not always where i have like like feelings like that going on because like like what's going on in your head when you're fine like is it just nothing or is it just like pretty much nothing <laughs> damn that's kind of fire bro i'm just going through idle stuff like imaginary scenarios in my head <laughs> just imagine corbin just got a loading screen in his head like the like the loading bro, like it's, it's buffering oh yo, the youtube buffer yeah the black screen black screen buffer and it's just that's kind of sick, though. I wish I had that. I'm just going through scenarios like every cycle, cycling through. Yeah, so it's, it's like an autoplay. Once one series done, it's the next one. <laughs> Sometimes I get like it doesn't finish and it just goes on to the next one. Yeah, like when you accidentally hit the fast forward button and it just skips to the next yeah, random yeah. ass video. Yeah, pretty much. So that's just 24 7 in your head. <laughs> yeah. Corbin's just buffering <laughs> 0.0 Mbps internet speed. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, I, I I cut you off, Corbin, when I was when I started talking about things. But you were, I you were going into something that I might have just stopped the train of thought completely. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> fuck! I I messed up. I messed up. Maybe, what you maybe did. I just need to like talk less. I just need to talk less. Or maybe Corbin <laughs> should talk more. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see if I can try and get back to it. When when I was just talking about um. Okay, how about when we were just talk what what you were just talking about with the uh, you know stoicism, um, being just accepting and feeling the emotions as they are. What what are your thoughts on that? Mm, I think that I'm a person that um, kind of like just I don't know how to. <sighs> this this is practice. This is practice. <laughs> He's uh-huh. getting owned right now. I wish I had this when I was younger. Yo, just- this is. I wish I had this too. Honestly. <laughs> Just be like, so I wish I had a Kuya. Damn, none of us had, <laughs> none of us had Kuya. Well, Christian kind of had a, he has a Kuya. So. Yeah. Um, I kind of just thought about like my feelings, like say like something, um, like a negative experience happens. I'm just like thinking of it. I'm not necessarily like rejecting it, but I'm more like, um, just like constantly thinking of it in my mind, kind of like um, just loading. <laughs> kind of yeah, <laughs> like you're moving the file to your brain. Yeah, and it's just kind of transferring. 
like i'm trying to like download it process what like what's happening and stuff that like is that. something that soyo also does too where soyo really needs to like if you tell him something you he needs to like process it first like yeah. you need time to process yeah and then you have like you have your feelings towards it so that might be a it's just a genetic thing <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the reason why i'm i don't talk much is because i have to take the time to actually process emotions because if i don't i'm just gonna be talking about my ass just saying oh, words, that's what for I filler, do. <laughs> words for filler and i my brain's not fast enough that's what Christian and I do. We just talk out our ass. Bro, my brain's not fast enough to talk out my ass. <laughs> or maybe you would just have like a filter, like you you have decency where you just like, maybe you should think about things before I let no, them I, fly. I mean, there's times where I just like say stuff out of pocket. Like you already know I don't like, that's what happens when I don't. When you don't let, process? Yeah, when I don't let things just like Shit. marinate. Okay. Do you so you let the thought you let it marinate before you process it? Mm-hmm. So you're like in that way, you and Sawyer are similar. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I have a question because we're um, another part of the topic you're talking about was hardship, right? Uh, how are you doing in school? Like, no, just, oh damn! Like right, I'm not in What are your th- yeah? What are your thoughts on school? Um, it's hard if you don't kind of dedicate yourself, like. I, not really like dedic like put in your all into it, but you have to put effort into it. Okay. The reason why I'm asking this is because I kind of want to. I want you to develop your own reason for the things you do. Same with school, because when I was in school, you know, well, like ninety percent of people when they go to school, they just go to school because because they go. Mm. But I think that if you have a reason, a personal reason for why you're going to school, not one that was given to you you'll have more motivation and reason to do the things that you're doing in school. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I'm asking you what, how you're doing, what you feel about school is so that you can actually work through your own personal feelings about school, as opposed to just um, because mom and dad tell you, you should have good grades. You should do this. You should do that. So what do you think about school right now? Um, I don't like it, but I don't hate it. I I'm also kind of like a person that just goes cause like we have to go well yeah i mean obviously, yeah. yeah but would you say you're looking forward to college and your future like, when you get older and you have the ability to go towards all these different career paths looking forward as in like i'm looking like i'm looking forward to it or like just like, like oh this is great future. this is great i can do this i can do that are you excited for it not really not really excited because like it kind of sucks like how you're just growing up fast and like you have to kind of like be a more responsible person you can't just be like your kid self i feel that damn yeah the transition is definitely it's definitely feeling like that now because honestly gaming gaming doesn't feel that fun for me anymore it only feels that way like when you're with friends yeah when when i'm with my friends but like i can't do it just by myself that's kind of how we were yeah kind of like we would only do it if we were like if we had each other to play with now now it's just like a it's like going to the movies for us yeah we do it (laughs) it's like like an event yeah it's an event it's more than it's not like how it was before where you did it because you know we like playing a game Mm -hmm. now we like doing it because we like spending time with each other and doing something together yeah okay carmen uh what are you working towards again career-wise computer software engineering something like that oh shit (laughs) really yeah what was Along it? the line, like something. So you don't really computers. have. It's just something in that field. Yeah. 
Are you actually looking forward to doing that? Uh, <laughs> mm. I'm not like I'm not excited about it. I wouldn't say. Okay, what would what would you do if you weren't? This is a question I ask you. Yeah. Well, no, this is it's a oh shit, my bad, my bad. What would you do if you uh, were struggling with those classes? What have what and you hated what you were doing? Hmm. I I honestly don't know what I do. Um. Either push through it, just like fuck it, just go through it. Like once you do it, it will be worth it. Or, oh, do you actually have that kind of mentality? Whoa. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> See, this is not. So, this is something I was lacking when I was going. Like, just you just it'll get, it'll get better. It'll get better when when I'm over with, over with it. I didn't really have that mentality, mm. which is really interesting because. But apparently, me, uh, my sister and my brother have that mentality, and my sister was able to get through her, her schooling. So, yeah, she <laughs> thugged it out. Yeah, she's still thugging it out. As you know, as far as I know, yeah, she's still thugging it out. Matter of fact, so you wouldn't know what you would do if you, let's say, what if you got into my position where I did not like the things I was doing. Mm. would you thug it out like your sister to or the point where you know we had that whole conversation or mm-hmm. in the therapy session mm-hmm. shout out therapy <laughs> as a i guess i'll practice <laughs> shout out our boy um, if it, it got to that point i'd like i'd honestly hmm i don't really know because i'd probably like take a break for a little bit and like try to figure out what i really want to do like what uh career i really want to pursue you should do that to that point you should do that before you go into college yeah Yeah, but like i'm like he he gave me an example like if i ever got to that point where it was like really bad like i i wouldn't be able to continue this because like of how i'm feeling and stuff but Mm -hmm. i think i would take a break Okay. I was just thinking of the scenarios right now. What did you do when you realized you didn't like school? Hmm. No, I was I was conflicted because obviously being in an Asian household, I um I kind of had the obligation to. So there was part of me that was feeling guilty about the fact that I'm I might end up as a dropout, uh, especially with the with Asian culture. You know, being so res- results oriented. If you're not in college, you're not having a good job. Then what are you? And that really ate at me. And I think that's part of the reason why I got to that point where I was depressed because I had um, just trapped. Yeah, I didn't like what I was doing. But if I chose to escape this, then I'd feel even worse because of all the expectations put on me and like the the culture that i grew up in so um what i ended up doing was just choosing to and like i wouldn't even say this is a good thing i just think it it is what it is it is what what happened happened there's no point trying to beat myself up for what i did in the past and there's no way of changing it uh, I did end up just choosing to escape from it all. It wasn't like a, I had a, um, a, what's that? 
a eureka moment, an enlightenment moment. An epiphany? Moment. Yeah, an epiphany. I said eureka. A eureka. <laughs> a urethra moment? <laughs> I, I, I didn't have an epiphany where I was like, oh, yes, this is, this is the path I must take. I was, I was overwhelmed to the point where I just ran away from everything. And oh, then that's just, fire. And then uh, it's eventually responsibly caught up to me to the point where I had to make a choice because there was no, other, no time left. And the choice was, um, I it, I wouldn't even say it was a choice because, uh, uh, I'll just say that circumstances made it easier to choose one choice over the other. Now obviously I ended up dropping out, um, but I'm not beating myself up over it because I mean that's just I my perspective on life right now is that it's just part of my story. I'm going through all these different things. I'm going through a roller coaster. Your story and, arc. Yeah, it's just part of um, the hero's journey. My path in life. So Yeah, it's part of your hero's journey. I think that's what it's called. Hero's journey. Yeah. Did you feel... Uh, were you the last one to drop out? or what? I know I was the I first. I was the last one. I was the first delinquent out of the three of us. <laughs> I was the last one. You know what I say instead of I, I dropped out? What I tell people is like, oh, I went to college for a year and it didn't it didn't work out that sounds a lot better than oh yeah i dropped the fuck out <laughs> so i i just say like i went to college for a year and it didn't work out for me i i say i wasn't say i'm me. working now <laughs> i'm working now I'm working the corners <laughs> i'm working a sweatshop I, did it did it make you feel better knowing that you know so christian and i had already dropped out uh, did you feel less like yeah i did but also um a part of me was insecure about the fact that the three I, of us were losers. <laughs> <laughs> no, my parents would have thought that the reason I dropped out was because of the influence you guys had on me. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Just the, just because nah, yeah. you were loser adjacent. You're like, oh, might as well. <laughs> yeah. But, but I swear it wasn't like you still that. had your. Uh, I was about to drop your your high school. You still had your I was gonna say your nerd friends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my fault, my fault. You still had your educated well, you're friends. You're not wrong. <laughs> you still had know. your like your brainiac smart friends that you, you were around. Yeah. So it's not like they yeah. are they, you know are they still in college? Did they pull through? Oh no, they're fucking thriving right now. Oh damn. <laughs> Well, I say thri- Well, yeah, they are because they're in IT companies. I mean, I s- nine to five. They're thriving in like a financial way, but the last picture I saw of them, they were not. Oh yeah, <laughs> we can't drop that shit. Oh, shout I out, bad. Shout-, shout out all my boys. <laughs> beep beep beep. You guys, <laughs> how to work on your game? Their bank thriving, but I don't know. <laughs> hey, the bank is gonna carry them. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Some girls, dude, all they care about is the bank. Um, all I'm saying is, like, you know, they could pull up in a Tesla, but if they pull out with that same drip, Yo! it's not, it's not going to be the same if they pulled out in, like, a night, nice, <laughs> like, a fresh fit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're, you know, he's going to pull up and be like, oh, it's just a dude in a, dude in a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, it's just, he probably works in an IT company. <laughs> Oh, you invented an app or some shit. <laughs> Damn, I, I, mean, I don't want to be like. I don't oh know if they push this shit. If they, if they, you know, we, we can talk it out. I'm civil. I could be like, you know, you could 
you know, so you, you can teach them how to Damn, address I'm just throwing, throwing shade at them. My for fault, no my fault, my fault. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just playing. It's funny. It's just funny. Thing yeah, that. it's funny. It's like they're, they're literally just minding their own business and we're just talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, yeah. That's hey, my it's fault. even because I'm a drop and you guys are making bank. Yeah, this is us. It's it's only Equivalent cool. Exchange. It's only cool because we're punching up. Like they're <laughs> yeah, we're like eh, fuck you. Yeah, it's only it's all only all right because they're in like better places in life than we are. Hell yeah. So it's all right. It's only it's just because we're jealous. That's that's what it is. Well, <laughs> 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 I'm trying. I'm trying to vouch for them. Oh bro. my gosh! Yeah, I'm this is so to... bad. This is so bad. I was thinking it in my head. I'm like, I'm not jealous at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I guess we had the same thumb. Okay. <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> I don't know about. I, I don't know you about know that. You know what? I like being me. <laughs> Oh shit, that's so bad, but dude. Do they watch the podcast? No. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Definitely not after this after this for sure. Alright. Nice. So, so if we So if we're they, good. Yeah. If they somehow run into our 50k or if they're in if our 50k followers on TikTok somehow like al- makes the algorithm go oh, to them. Oh shit. That's fucked. Dude, the clips have been ass ever since I've been <laughs> making them instead of you. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry to our 50k tiktok oh yeah also before before we actually no i'll do this after okay i'll 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 do a little bit of an announcement for my clothing brand after hell yeah do you guys have any more uh questions for each other you have any questions corbett corbett cal no hold on let's see if there's anything else that i should address bitch we love our discord especially peter and damien shout out damien and Alex and David hmm. and my secretary. Yeah, I think we had a we. The things that we talked about were pretty general um, things that could be applied to a lot of what Peter was asking. But if you if you still want like some because maybe you're going through something very specific that needs more specific stuff, just shoot up the Discord. You already know or DM us. Yeah. Um, what else? No, I think we, we covered a decent amount. I and I'm glad for Carbon getting his exercise in. Yeah. His mental exercise. Man, these mind reps. Bro, this is what this what's the cool thing about being a older brother. You can you can give them the things that you never had. No, I was talking about like shitting on them. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Having like someone to shit on. Yeah, dunking on their ass. <laughs> being as annoying as fuck and being and them not being able to do anything about because I'm higher yeah. up in the ara- hierarchy. Yeah. Fuck you, Carbon. Yeah. <laughs> See, he can't say anything, dude. Because he knows, all he can do is laugh. He knows that. the hierarchy. Yeah, well, but no, this is uh, you this, drove him here. You can just leave him. This is a, uh, it's cool. Like just, I guess, just what you said, making, giving them what we didn't have, but also just being someone that's more like a guiding, guiding star, giving advice. It's cool. Yeah, I think what we said, what we discussed. I don't think that all the high schoolers, maybe like, you know. The high schoolers listening, it might not be super, super relevant to like your lives right now, but I feel like it's a good to put this seed in their in their head, like to have it back there. Like, oh, if this comes up, I know, like, I I have an idea of what it should, like, what I should do. Oh, when you guys get older, when you're like in your twenties, your twenty ones, and you guys forget about us, and then you're going through a situation, there's gonna be like a twinge in your heart where you're like, I feel like there's something. That could be applied to this situation. And you'll have a longing to remember 
something you'll be you'll be like i feel like there's something i forgot like a mental itch that yeah. you can't scratch i feel like there's somebody that was so important and fundamental in my development <laughs> when i was in high school <laughs> that i forgot about and i feel like i listened through them through some audio but i don't remember at all and then you're gonna have a heartache but then that was that's how we know we did our job yeah <laughs> you're welcome bitch just giving you just giving you persistent like inconvenient like <laughs> annoyance yeah, this is fucking yeah, like, there's something oh shit, there's, it's in the tip of my tongue fuck really help me right now but i can't quite remember <laughs> yeah so you're welcome for that we got you yeah anyways li- like and subscribe guys uh rate and review um uh, i forgot what the fuck he says for the rest of the outro uh jo- besides join the discord if you want to check out any of our instagrams i not i don't really use my instagram paulo has a business one Christian, if you want to check out Christian, because he's really oh, active. Oh, fuck yeah. And he's going through his training arc, so he's doing... Yeah, follow Christian on Instagram, guys. You'll actually know what he's doing outside of the podcast. That's what Christian always says. You'll never know what I'm doing because I don't use my social yeah, you, media for shit. Bro, we used to send me... We had a meme group chat, and Christian just gave up. He just sends them straight to me. Because <laughs> he knows that you're not going to open that Damn. shit. Damn, sorry. But I do lurk on Discord. That, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll look cool. at your guys' conversations like a stalker, like just hide me on the corner, so... That's fire. If you guys want to talk to me, you just have to hella be instigative on the Discord and maybe, maybe I'll say something back. <laughs> or Soya will do that thing where he, he hits a, like a, an emoji, like as a reaction. I'll just screenshot it and read it on the next episode if you guys are like hella instigative. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we join the it. Discord, um, rate, rate and review on your podcasting platform and We'll see you guys next week. See you guys next see week. You. Bye, Corbin. Next, if we have a more fun topic next week, I'm going to be so instigative, Corbin. I'm going to make you so annoying. <laughs>